lizards. Two wizards. Yeah, you nailed it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's just it. <laughs> that's just it. Because it's like think of think like think like Sesame Street for you know, like fifteenth century Europeans, and that's your <laughs> that's that, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every man. Sesame Street for every man. Europeans. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, magical. Indeed. Magically, Indeed. Ma- magical, and magically spooky. And you know what else is magic? What's that? Being a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I'm a wizard. And I'm with this guy here, and he's also a wizard. And who are you, buddy? Yeah. I'm I'm Josh, and I'm a wizard, and I am super excited for the next, the latest installment in our. Ookie spooky, hallowed, wookie. Um, <laughs> that's a terrible name. We should we should not we should not use that name. <laughs> Unless we wanted to like just take a sudden like Tokyo drift into Star Wars uh, realm. I um, yeah, we'll we'll do that in November. That'll be our November challenge. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. We'll uh, nice we'll watch all of the Clone Wars in a week. <laughs> and then we'll just like condense in an eight hour long podcast that we don't edit we just live stream it and yeah well that's i mean to be fair though um when i was checking out some of our distribution stats and all that there was like how many episodes are up how many downloads and then there's that little box about and no live streams yet or no live shows yet and i was like you know what one day yeah one day we just might have to like force the stars into alignment on top of uh, time zones, getting getting the time zones to line up. Yes, and then yeah, we'll have to do a we'll have to do a live show, and then then the then our dear listeners will really hear all the <laughs> wizard wizard rambles that we have going on. <laughs> Wizardly rambles. <laughs> so, uh, what's in your wizard's goblet, buddy? Mm, yes. Uh, well. I, I thought I'd mix it up a little bit and, and, and I know um this is kind of like parting with some of the autumn, fall, October pumpkin beers that we've been having. But but every once in a while, like it's good to do a thing to like have some contrast, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is from Victory Brewing, Victory Brewing Company. Um and this is their sour monkey sour triple. Oh, okay. And it says, uh, fruity notes from imported Belgian yeast swirl through a precise souring. Pucker up to a bite of citrus-laden tang, ending with a delectable experience. Hmm. Um, And it's basically just like if grapefruit juice were a beer. (laughs) Okay, gross. Which I I know that you've talked about that as well. It's like I'm tired of like all the like fruity IPA-y kind of stuff going on. Um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much just like grapefruit juice, which... I'm not necessarily all against that, but yeah, just kind of like a little sort of 
brighten up, waken up the taste buds a little bit, and do the sour thing. Yeah, all right. Um, and then in and then in reserve in in my uh, next barrel, I got a got a good old Sam Adams Boston Lager. All right. Just just in case I need something a little more beerish, like beerish. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like there's beer, and then there's like beer. You yeah, know, whatever. Like, this. I don't know. Yeah. It's whatever that divide is between yeah. craft and non. I was actually just looking on the um, R homebrewing subreddit, and there was a pretty good thread a couple of days ago where people were just saying like, "Can you stop putting fruit in beer?" Just <laughs> and, and, and like everybody was chiming in, or it's like, "Yeah, you're goddamn like banana, strawberry, parfait, pilsner. Just just get it, just get it, just get that out of here." Yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, I think I tend to agree. There's maybe a little too much, like, oh, let's put blueberries in this or whatever. It's like, you know what? They just don't. Just make a beer. Just, just, just make a beer. Just make a beer. It's not that. That's not that difficult. I've done it a bunch of times. Just stop. St- stop trying to like outwit the system. I think that's the other thing too. Everybody's like, oh no, I gotta. I'm sure, everybody's doing this, but. If I add pineapple, it's like no, you're not that clever. Just, just let it go. But man. it's like better just than you go. have tried too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, also... I'm sure there's a pineapple beer out there, but is there? You know. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that, like, it... I'm not going to get into into any, but maybe there is. Who knows? But well, and, and is that something I want to sink eleven bucks into for a six pack? Oh God, right? Versus. Yeah, because that's the other thing too. It's all these RC fartsy ones are like, oh, whatever. This is our, uh, yeah, like dragon fruit, um, cupcake, whatever. Just like, I'm not paying fourteen dollars for a six pack of that. That's just, it's just not happening. Not happening. <laughs> anyway, that's a, that, that's enough about me and my fruity beer well i guess our shared our shared frustration with fruit and beer so what do you have with you there i went as almost basic of bitch as i could get i needed Mm -hmm. to return to my roots or not my roots but i guess remember where i had come from so i am drinking shiner bach out of a can and oh it's just it's it's the difference between craft beer and beer you know like there's nothing Mm -hmm. special about it like yeah. I don't even think it's a good beer. I, it doesn't really taste that good, but you know it's just right. <laughs> no, it's good. It's fine. I'll live. Yeah, no, exactly, know, exactly. I can. It's It'll be okay. It's good. Well, and and there's also nothing wrong with uh, just throwing the dice every once in a while. And yeah. being like, okay, I'm not entirely sure what all this says, but giddy up. Yeah, giddy. I mean, it's it's Shinerbach. You know what Shinerbach and it's, is, and it's Shinerbach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, even last week, you know, I had that fucking atomic pumpkin, man. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, the... Voodoo Ranger, you dirty so and so's. Who's that? Odell, I think. Oh, yes. screw you guys. Or, pumpkin hobbing or bullshit. Or was it Avery? No, no, Avery was good. Avery was. Um, oh, that's right. That's Avery right. was uh, the czar. That's I right. I think this was Odell. I, totally okay. I don't know. Either way. It's whoever does Either the way, Voodoo Ranger line. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, New Belgium. Yeah, Shame yeah, on you, New right. Belgium. 
which especially because like yeah they they otherwise do do some pretty solid stuff well but do you remember the atrocity that was pum kick oh my god yeah oh yeah yeah remember yeah like i can hear it in your voice you're you remember oh i remember (laughs) choking on those member berries (laughs) it's all right because we're about to choke on some more member berries because i don't know about you true but my Mm -hmm. week was awful yeah oh god just in terms of what i got i it was awful i i also uh well well, kind of like what i was saying before like i'm i'm in a little bit of crunch time uh with some of my school stuff so so i wasn't quite able to to sink a whole lot of time in yeah um but but i i still am pretty pretty excited to share uh the things that i did manage to uh carve out some some time for because i think they're also that nice little ooky spooky um you know kind of things that maybe maybe you you had heard of them before maybe these are new kind of things um but but i'm i'm pleasantly surprised at what uh what i was able to, to kind of uh drum up here right on let's get it okay well yeah well well hey let's let's uh continue with our old uh handing off of things and and, and i think i think if i remember correctly i started last time around so if you if you want to start this time or i could yeah I could yeah again I'll... Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kick this pig, yeah. So, um... Perfect. My first one, uh, most of these come from Amazon Prime, just heads up. <laughs> okay. Right. And their algorithm is either genius or not good at all, because sometimes <laughs> they send me real winners, and sometimes they send me something like Monster Island. Oh, I think I've heard about that one, actually. It's, okay, so it's like, it's a weird kaiju movie, I guess. <sighs> But it's it's bad. Like, it's yeah. white people doing kaiju. Oh yeah, that's and really, then like oh, they have like I... instead of you know the 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 twins on Infant Island, you know, talking about Mothra mm-hmm. and stuff. Instead of mm-hmm, them, right. you get this old, weird, vaguely I'd say Greek. She's the weird like oh these traditions were passed down through the ages of the kaiju, and it's like oh go to hell. <laughs> Yeah, and then like the pun is like, yeah, it's, it's a monster a, island. Like the island itself is the monster, and it's it was bad. It was oh bad. Um, God. I got a note here. Oh wild use loose use of prophecy. It's just it's bad. Just don't. Oh, dude, and also just straight up technical note. I'm not. Maybe I'm being a dick. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But mm-hmm. the main character, mm-hmm. the main girl like she has this hair sticking out or sticking out of her chin the whole fucking movie and it's big dude like it's noticeable like oh, light no. catches it and you got to tell me that no I, I i gotta assume she doesn't want that there you know <laughs> but nobody in production no pa was like oh hey right. sweetie, yeah. you know that's yeah it just it wasn't good i gave it uh two fuck yous <laughs> out of five <laughs> Oh no, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 yeah, like because uh, cause I know that we had mm-hmm. our um, yokai episode, but yet like we were we were like respectful and like yeah. paying homage and like we did the work beforehand to like really understand and, and kind of dive into it. But yeah, from what it sounded like, this was this movie was like the the equivalent of <laughs> eating sushi with a fork. Um, yeah, it's and that just. Well, why, it may, I don't know. Maybe they're just. Gotta ruin that? I don't know. Maybe they're just taking words and making them different. I don't know. 
words evolve and change along whatever. It was bad. I'm, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna spend time trying to justify it. It was. <laughs> no, 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 that's well, and, and that. So one of my kind of uh, um, sort of niches that I'm sort of diving into with my studies is is, mm-hmm. is like adaptation and translation, and. Um, and, and like, who man? That's 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 probably like an entirely separate <laughs> podcast itself. Much less like, and and yeah, and and I think that's just it too. Like one of the things I keep coming back to is, yeah, I, I guess essentially like know your source material, and know what it was trying to do, and what you're trying to do with your translation or adaptation of it. And yeah, it just sounds like this was like, oh. um Pacific Rim <laughs> yeah. came out and that that did kind of well and we'll just we'll just do that except on a shoestring budget and but do you remember okay. the like do you remember in college watching the all the crappy sci-fi ones like oh, the mega shark versus giant octopus those yeah. yeah like they were shitty but like they don't know they had some heart and I think it's, that this is like the weird mm-hmm. hangover after that it's like well people really like mega shark what if we gave them Monster Island? Ha ha. Right. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. what do you do with it 10 years later? Or so, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and and what you're talking about with heart is also pretty important, too. Because that's something that I'm still kind of grappling with. Is is it's like, here here's this play that I really enjoy and I like it. And so I'm going to adapt it to a new situation versus like, oh, I'm going to flex my intellectual and creative muscles and totally subvert the expectations of this thing with this it's just like no like that's too cynical and like dry and academic and scholarly like you have to you have to get horned up for mayhem and they don't and they don't they just try to make a buck off it cowards (laughs) cowards ah what do you got yeah let's let's move past that because because that doesn't deserve any more of our time and something that absolutely deserves more of our time um and is also something that mark you were um, familiar with as well so there mm-hmm. was a there was a there was a painter and and I, I guess this is the other thing too so the first time around I, I did a lot of poetry um, mm-hmm. this this time I was doing a lot of visual art I was looking at like paintings and, and different things like that so that so that's my kind of like theme this time around cool. and uh, the one I'd like to start off with I and I guess even kind of going in chronological order seeing uh, how I lay how I have it laid out is um there's a there's a special a very special artist uh from the from the Netherlands um this this gentleman's name was Hieronymus Bosch oh yeah and good old Hieronymus Bosch I man you talk about a talk about a wizard talk about somebody you want to <laughs> like clink clink chalices with um uh and one of his probably most famous paintings is a is a triptych that's kind of like a fold-up thing like almost think like a poster board that you like decorate for science fair or whatever but but this one is called the garden of earthly delights and um to my knowledge almost all of these paintings that i'm going to talk about are in the public domain you can go to wikipedia you can look them up so i think i think it's important um for our listening audience like at some point go go look up all, all these paintings because they're especially this one this one is just goofy so it kind of tells I am even going to put all of your paintings in the uh instagram feed. oh perfect no put them in album better. you guys can look it up even look at better. that auxiliary content yeah exactly we got it and so 
and so this triptych is kind of like divided up into three sections like the one on the on uh, our left um is uh yeah sort of like the creation story there's there's god and there's adam and eve and birds and waters and all that uh and then the middle is sort of like like the terrestrial kingdom and everybody's doing their thing there's people riding horses they're uh, uh storks there are uh, mountain goats everywhere there's some kind of like freaky stuff there's some weird like sort of like gymnasts like popping out of uh i don't know like eggs it looks like or like giant strawberries but you know what mm-hmm. it's okay it's doing a thing and then you get to the rightmost uh panel and it's and it's ooky spooky nightmare fuel um <laughs> yeah like weird weird stuff there's all these all, all of these people that were living it up kind of in the middle uh section they're now mm-hmm. getting um like they're, they're they're getting like rolled up into these like mobs or they're being strung on a harp um there's these like giant rabbits that are like poking them with spears um it's <laughs> just ooky spooky weird crazy stuff um <laughs> And, and so, yeah, like that, I, even if this doesn't have anything necessarily to do with Halloween, it's, it's, um, it's some pretty cool stuff. And, uh, Bosch has a couple of other triptychs that are equally kind of trippy. Uh, the last judgment probably, as you could guess by its name also has a lot of like demons <laughs> doing devilish ghouly things. Um, and then there's and then this one, I guess is a little more tame by comparison, but he has one more called the Haywain triptych. But okay. still, it's like in this weird Hieronymus Bosch, like things on the left are like starting out okay. In the middle, it's like, okay, more or less like where we are in everyday life. And then the right panel, uh, yeah, just shit gets real. So, hmm. <laughs> so yeah, go check right out go check out um, The Garden of Earthly Delights by Hieronymus Bosch. Right on. All right. Um yeah so next i got um uh, i guess this is no particular order so uh called night of the demon it's on amazon prime it's a killer bigfoot movie it's weird go Mm. watch it apparently it was a video nasty in england and i was reading up on it and in the english version there's a scene where this girl who in both versions i guess is sexually assaulted by sasquatch Mm. has a dream about hmm. being a lady Sasquatch and getting huh? some of that good Sasquatch loving. <laughs> so if anybody can tell me where to find the British cut of this, I would really, really appreciate it. Oh my God. It's also weird. The very first kill, it's a couple in a van in the woods getting busy. Mm-hmm. And um, the very first kill, they just ADR the woman's like sex noises over her, like getting attacked by Bigfoot noises. <laughs> So, like, there's, like, this hand that, like, her, like, punches her boyfriend out the window, and she's just like, uh, and then, like, the hand punches her and, like, grabs her by the hair, and her body is screaming, but she's like, ooh, it's, just, it's, it's real weird. <laughs> but it, it's fun, too. I don't know. I had fun with it. Oh, that's awesome. I could only imagine, like, like in the editing room or afterwards they're being like ah shit like we forgot to have susan do some kind of blood curdling scream and like she's yeah and and we can't get her back into the studio for all this and they're just like okay what do we have to work with 
What can we do? <laughs> what do you have? We have her moaning. It'll play. It'll play. It'll play. <laughs> It'll play. <laughs> oh god, that's yeah. too funny. It was. Uh, it was. It was good. It was. It was fun. It, I my notes. I have an insane orgy of Bigfoot violence. It does get. It does get fucking insane. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh god, yeah. Watch it, guys. It's good. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Uh, number two on my list is another painting by the Italian late Renaissance artist uh, Titian. 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 I don't know Italian. It's a hard language. <laughs> um, and this guy's pretty famous, and he has a lot, you know, a lot of different art um, uh, products here. But the one in particular that I'm looking at and is like pretty freaky is uh, the Flaying of Marcius. And apparently this is this is based on a Greek myth where there was a satyr, so like kind of a half-man, half-goat, horse, wild-man thing um, in Greek mythology. And apparently the story goes that um, he had a little bit of uh, that there hubris. And he said, you know what, that god Apollo who like perfected the like lyre, um, like this musical instrument, this kind of harp thing, he ain't all that. I can I can play music better than that guy. And so he challenged Apollo to a musical contest. Uh, clearly did not win. And so as his punishment, he was kind of a, uh, either like tied up to a tree or just kind of as he was standing there. Uh, but he got skinned alive. <laughs> oh. And so this painting that I'm looking at, the the flaying of Marcius, yeah, like it's not it's not like super graphic, like there's not necessarily like a bunch of like blood and guts and all that, blood and guts and, and all that, um, but still like yeah, it's kind of freaky because like uh, you can see all these other sort of like forest creatures just kind of hanging out as this dude is hanging upside down and his little like satyr goat legs are tied to tree branches. And uh, someone's just, yeah, like taking a little knife and like starting at what looks like his left nipple and just uh, just going to town. Yep. And there's a woman, lady, or maybe it's Apollo kind of like living it up, uh, playing the <laughs> violin. And, and, and this figure's playing the violin sort of off to the side as this is all happening. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a little, a little unsettling, that one. But still, go check it out. The Flaying of Marcius. Yeah. I looked it up and it is weird. It is it is weird cuz 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 yeah like it it almost makes it look like like I'm almost getting like sort of like kind of like harvest like harvest festival like oh the crops are in this year and uh we're flaying the seder so gather around everybody. <laughs> oh shit, it reminds me like it just reminds me of hunting like just skinning mm-hmm. a deer. Yeah, yeah, just like hanging it up there. Real weird. Yeah, super weird, super weird. So, check it out. Yeah. Um. So, I'm not I'm not shaming at you, Josh, but mm-hmm. you made me feel kind of bad last week because mm-hmm. all I had was dumb old movies, and you have all these like nice things, and I feel even worse this week because this week was garbage. <laughs> but one thing I did do was I sat down and re try that again. I sat down and reread Algernon Blackwood's The Wendigo. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And that is a fun, ooky, spooky story. And it's one of the, I don't know why, but that is always one of them that gets, 
kind of underneath me, like you know, under my skin. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It it, it is. It's just this. I I think as we were also talking about this idea that like you're out in the woods or you're trying to do your own thing and you kind of know you're not supposed to be there but you are anyway and then there's just there's just something out there that that is like yeah like it 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 knows your whereabouts it can kind of move through the undergrowth without being detected and all that and it and and it eats people so that's also the kind of super (laughs) super creepy thing about it (laughs) And becomes bigger with everything that it eats, but it becomes increasingly hungry and it's, oh, it's, it's fun. Yeah. 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 No, indeed. 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 Yeah. Um, one to go. Algernon Blackwood. Check it out. Do it. Um, there is another very famous painting, um, that is, that is occupying number three on my list. And it is simply called The Nightmare by mm, Henry Fuseli, The Nightmare. And um, yeah, this is this is pretty well known. Um, so so if, if it's one that you've seen before, it's probably probably makes sense. But yeah, in this, if, if I can describe it briefly, it's a, it's a woman who's asleep and she's kind of like almost even falling off of her bed. <laughs> she's wearing this kind of white nightgown or whatever uh, and sitting sort of on her midsection is uh this kind of grumpy looking incubus and he's kind of staring out um to you the viewer and he kind of has this like sour puss on him uh (laughs) and like sure look like that's creepy and all that's fine but what really freaks me out is um on the left side of the painting is this like freaky ass horse head and uh like you can't even necessarily see its body like you kind of get an outline of its body there but it's just this horse head and it has these like milky white um pupilless eyes and it's just kind of like chilling there like oh, what you, is uh, that yeah it's like i oh, guess that's the nightmare huh yeah like... which, which which that's what they that's what they say it's like this is this is one of the first kind of linkings between like the nightmare is in like a horse and thing. And it's just there. just like, oh, yep, here I am. I'm here in this woman's bedroom and I'm being freaky. Oh, yep. What you going to do, George? Going to sit on your chest, George? So what you going to do? And uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it is. It, <laughs> Nightmaresy. Nightmaresy. Oh, boy. <laughs> and so, uh, and so yeah. And, and it's kind of funny, too, like kind of reading over the history. Um, uh, this sort of like unsettling uh image here was not the main source of controversy uh but apparently some of the first uh critical reactions to it they were they were taken aback uh by the overt sexuality of the painting oh you can kind of see your boobies i guess you can you can kind of see well and to be fair, like as my, my they are very my shapely. hyper my hyper yeah. artistic literary breakdown, you can kind of see your boobies. Yeah, I guess they are they are very shapely. I will admit. Um, well, no, but like if I was looking at it, like maybe she's pulling Ned, a Ned Flanders and wearing nothing at all, you know? Yeah, and and it's not like uh, I mean, it's not like you can see like like any like nipples or anything like that, and like maybe. I guess also like like I'm trying my best to like assume the mindset of a like sexually repressed 18th century art critic 
um because everybody was during that time <laughs> yeah and so she's like yeah like like her boobs look kind of nice and she and her like thigh looks kind of nice and she's kind of arching her back a little bit so like mate maybe there's some sort of sort of thing but then again like she's sleeping with her mouth open um and like clearly passed out so i don't think i don't think there's anything all that scandalous about it but yet apparently that was that was too much that was too much for people in 1781 yeah so i it, it, it is still un, un, unsettling it, it is that sort of like it is kinda, a weird image yeah yeah kind of makes your hair stand up a little bit and be like yeah this this i well and like realistically too like if i was nodding off and then sort of woke up suddenly and there was like this imp thing sitting on me and this like doofy looking horse just kind of hanging out <laughs> I would, I would get freaked out. <laughs> I I I hate the horse. Yeah, it's there's just, just. <laughs> it's not it's not okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a some something just ain't right with that boy. <laughs> that horse ain't right. <laughs> well, now like I kind of gave him like the, like the, like the the. <laughs> Lenny Lenny Small voice, but now I want to give him the Bobby Hill voice. We'll we'll, we'll do it. <laughs> but Dad, what are we doing to this woman's bedroom? Bang then, it, nightmare, Bobby. We I told you we're here to absorb her negative energy to bring back to our dark master Satan. It's a clean burning fuel. I tell you what. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Oh, dearie, dearie, dear. Oh dearie, dearie, indeed. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, why, why couldn't I have watched Blazing Saddles? <laughs> uh, Maybe. Hey, is that me? Uh yeah. What? Oh, November. sorry. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I was just gonna say like, well, well, hey, like we also were talking about doing a doing a live show, so maybe we could do like a like a let's watch live live reaction to uh blazing saddles no nah, that's just us saying the n-word way too much because we're pulling mm, movie uh, lines yeah true true it is <laughs> it is 2020 like we maybe could have gotten away with that in you know 2014 but certainly not now <laughs> now more than ever oh <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Oh shit, oh, boy! <laughs> Hun, uh, when we when we get to I don't know what do you what would you call that hundred listeners? Yeah. When yeah, when we like hit that. our thousand download mark, Josh and I will do a live. We'll call it a Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yeah. Of, we'll we'll do an MST three K of uh, Blazing Saddles. Perfect. Perfect. We'll do it live. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Might be terrible, but who cares? <laughs> who cares? Because <laughs> there's enough of you apparently that would want to hear it, which would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So next, real, real quick, because I don't want to talk about this any more than I have to. Um, Not that it's bad or anything, but it's just I could go into it for a long, long time. So, right. Ah, Suburban Sasquatch. 
my my week was weirdly Bigfooty. I like that's why I say that prime algorithm is, is either brilliant oh, okay. or insane. Like, yeah, I got gotcha. you. My okay. week was weirdly Bigfooty, but yeah, suburban Sasquatch. Apparently, this was a student high school, like a, a high school student's like senior thesis or something. Oh, okay. And it is insane, dude. Like, you just got you just got to watch it, like. They try their asses off, and it's what we're talking about earlier with heart. But they try their asses right. off. There's this weird CGI in it, like there's a Native American woman who's sworn to hunt and kill the Sasquatch, and she fires a bow, but instead of like an arrow, she fires the CGI arrow that shoots the Sasquatch. She throws CGI tomahawks into his CGI log. It's it's weird. It's just real weird. It's unnecessary. Um, one thing that's fun that they touch on is that Bigfoot is like this weird pan-dimensional beast that mm-hmm. can travel like in and between and through the spaces, and that's fun. That's pretty fun. So I'm 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 looking up uh yeah, some some images, some stills from it. Oh yes, and, good. Uh, is like I don't want to spoil it too much, but like is it is it supposed to be a D cup? Like is that a plot point that it's actually so- like a lady squatch? And I have a note about that. Okay. In, I, th- I honestly do think, maybe, I don't know if I'm giving these kids so much credit or not, but the original Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot film is a female. Um, this lady Squatch has big old swinging boobies. And you, you can have... see on the film. Yeah. But I think that that's what they're doing is this is like a female. Or, like, this is what they think muscles look like. Well, maybe and, I'm being a dick. <laughs> And then there's oh man, there's there's so many just just from the stills. This this looks like it looks like, like Josh, you keep, just gotta check it out, dude. It's so weird. There there's one that it looks like he's holding like a severed like lower leg and then like drinking oh. the blood out of it, like it's like a yeah. like, like a bottle it's of champagne a or goddamn something. Goddamn chalice. No, and that goes on for like seconds. He like pours CGI blood into his mouth. Oh my god. Uh it looks like he lifts up a police car at some point. Yeah, his uh, powers are not really explained. Okay. Uh, one big thing they talk about is, like, how big Bigfoot is. But, like, he can fit. He So if he's, like, he's usually pushing 9 or 10 feet in their descriptions. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure you'll see him as you're scrolling through there, bud. But, like, you know, there's, like, him fighting humans. And, like, it's the guy in the suit on a crate. Yeah. Standing still, <laughs> punching downward. But if he's this big, he can still comfortably fit inside of a house. With other humans, and he's on the same scale, then no one's ducking. It's fine. It oh doesn't matter. Like, these are not questions that the filmmakers ask themselves. Right. Because yeah. their brilliance cannot be contained to right. Mr. Schrader's eighth grade classroom. Eighth grade. Uh, twelfth grade classroom. Yeah. The last the the last one that I, I want to mention, at least right now, because I'm seeing several of these, is it looks like he may be like like monkey symbol claps somebody's head and his brains fly out. Yep. That okay. Is the thing that he that does. Looks, and those are like bubblegum pink brains that. Uh... <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Like, Oh my God, this is amazing. You, you really ought to just, just do yourself a favor, man. Just watch it. No. Yeah, def- definitely. Definitely. I will add that. I'll add that to, uh, <laughs> Add that to the roster. <laughs> oh boy. Um, what I have up for us next, at least on my half, is um, well, there's there's one in particular, but then I I learned something. 
Um, okay. That I guess this is actually part of a part of a series or a group, I guess. Um, but the but the original one that we we even referenced before, um, and I wanted to follow and I wanted to like cycle back to, is uh, uh, Francisco Goya's Saturn devouring his son. Oh hell which, yeah, dude! Which is yeah, this it, it which also com- comes from uh, the yeah Greek 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 myth of um, yeah the, the sort of like line of succession of like um, uh, yeah like uh, like 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 father deity gets prophesized that one of his children will uh, supplant him, and so he freaks out and like eats all of his kids. And then, and then that cycles through a, a couple times. And so this is a painting of that. This is this is a painting of uh, um, the Romanized name Saturn, um, but but this is Cronus, who would be eating, yeah, one of the Olympians. Uh, definitely not Zeus, because Zeus was special and and he um, got sort of like spirited off. Um, but yeah, like this is a this is a freaky thing. And so like Saturn has this. Um, like he has this like like gray shaggy hair and this gray shaggy beard and he has this like manic frantic look on his face as he's devouring this yeah like bloody bloody corpse um which yeah like is also super super freaky there's another painting um that was earlier by rubens which is kind of a similar thing and it is also super unsettling but but i wanted to focus specifically on the goya one um and and then come to find out, yeah, it, it's part of this group. I don't, I don't know if this was necessarily like something he intended to do as a complete set, but these are uh, fourteen paintings that are called the Black Paintings, and they mm. all and they all kind of share this like really weird uh, uh, chiaroscuro like lights and darks and really yeah just kind of freaky, um, freaky, uh, freaky. Uh, freaky freaky yeah freaky yeah freaky they're freaky and creepy uh (laughs) but yeah there's like there's like these like uh there's there's another one called the witch's sabbath there's uh oh witch's sabbath is good yeah that's a good one the goat yeah yeah um there's uh fights with cudgels about two dudes just gonna bash each other's brains out with some sticks um there's uh there's uh tropos the fates which is also kind of freaky and honestly one of the most frightening ones is uh two old men eating soup and it is and it is yeah it's just these like old men and one of them honestly looks just more like a skeleton than a man um but yeah like they're these are all just kind of creepy and, and and apparently it was you know they're thinking like maybe goya was was kind of freaked out about um yeah like maybe his mind was starting to go a little bit this was after the napoleonic wars um and goya got kind of cynical and stressed out about life so maybe that was him these paintings were him like processing all that but yeah they're also just kind of just kind of freaky kind of freaky two old men eating soup is really weird yeah it is yeah because like soup's amazing and yet it's (laughs) it it, it is like as i'm sure like it, yeah like the one dude just looks like a just looks like a skull but he still has a spoon and he's like yeah yeah i don't know it's it's all yeah. it's all kind of rough <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. no fun 
No fun. <laughs> being old, that is, I guess. Yeah, I, am, I am led to understand that's a real bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So, it's just going to get darker from here. So, oh. I'll start with the best. Um, uh, from Beyond is on Shudder. No if way. you have Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, Shudder's totally worth it if you like horror movies. There's a free plug from us. <laughs> um, it's really good. It was Stuart Gordon, the same guy that did Reanimator. Um, Josh, it made me really miss you and Cthulhu by Candlelight. Oh, man. That was so great. Because, that was... dude, the mach- Yeah. Yeah, it was oh, so good. Well, and... We, we, we well, can't and, get horned up for this mayhem, but right, God damn it. yeah, yeah. Well, and, and just or let's horn catch, up. I don't care. Yeah, well, and, and to catch everybody else up. So, so uh, back, back in, back in the good old days, um, when I was teaching at the high school, and I actually had Mark as my student teacher, and we, oh man, we, we trained a lot of young wizards there, and we really <laughs> expanded some, uh, some like perceptions of the cosmos. Uh, and one of one of those projects was we adapted a bunch of Lovecraft short stories uh, into these stage plays, and we did the music of Eric Zahn, uh, mm-hmm. the color out of space, and mm-hmm. from beyond, um, mm-hmm. and and even like some little monologues from different different uh, Lovecrafty things. Yeah, and yeah. and yeah, like this is still to to this day one of my crowning achievements. As a as a teacher, as a theater director, as a theater artist, artist, that um, yeah, like our students' parents all had nightmares afterwards from uh, from from watching some of these plays because it freaked them out. It freaked them out. And that so, was that was like yeah, that was my highest point of praise when Nick was like, oh man, it was cool until those damn kids came out at the end and started fucking chanting, scared the shit out of me, man. And it's like, yes, that's what yeah, we it was awesome. And so, from beyond is a great. That's a great one too. It's not. Yeah, from beyond the story is great. The movie's gross oh. as shit. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> I've never seen it. I've always like seen stills and stuff, mm-hmm. and you think the stills are enough to get you. And so two things happened because I watched this yesterday. Two things happened. Number one, I almost puked a Ooh. bunch of times. Ooh, yeah. And I'm not a big puker, right? But then also, we couldn't have pasta for dinner because I was too fucked up from this movie. Like, it is fucking rough. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dude, it is gross, man. Like, yeah. Oh, it's it's fun. It's Lovecraftian. Mm-hmm. It gets under your goddamn mind. Like, ugh. <laughs> oh. Oh boy! No, yeah. As I'm shout looking out at, to um, oh sorry. No, I, I I'm I'm looking at some stills too, which yeah, I, I could only imagine seeing these these as moving images and thinking like, I also would probably not be able to eat pasta afterwards. It just uh, yeah, I was gonna be like sh- shrimp fettuccine or something. It was like that ain't happening. We're nope. Uh, I'm gonna make a protein shake. Yeah, not not today. <laughs> it was oh. It's, it's gross. It's fun, but mm-hmm. and, and it's weird too because I always kind of thought I was pretty tough, but apparently I am but a child. Some sometimes there are just things that like you don't expect that you don't realize. Like, oh no, I could 
I could stomach this. I could handle handle this. And then when you're actually there in it, then yeah, you just realize quickly. Nope. 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 <laughs> yes. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, from Beyond on Prime. Indeed. All right. What you got, buddy? So this one is also. I I would probably have some trouble eating if I like really stared at this a long time. Um, but this is a. Uh, this is this is from William Blake, who was an English uh, poet, and uh, and painter even because again I'm doing I'm doing lots of painting ones. Um, and this one is this one's really freaky. This one's really freaky. This is called the Ghost of a Flea. Ghost of a Flea. Yeah, the Ghost of a Flea, and it's this weird. I guess if I kind of had to describe it, like it's almost like kind of like a like a like a swamp man swap monster kind of thing that's what it looks like to me but there's just something about this like it's it's it um see like it like almost looks like it has gills or it's like vertebras like really sticking out um yeah i i pulled it up it's yeah yeah. and yet and and yet there's like and he and he seems to be looking into either like a bell or a chalice or something um but then there are there are these stars kind of behind him, and and he has like a freaky long tongue. That's the other thing too. Like, like, like he's well, I, I guess maybe not quite so long as some of the yokai that we were talking about, <laughs> but still, like there's just something not right about this. Um, well, and he's got like little horny wings. Yeah, and he's got little. So so yeah, like that is. Um, yeah, and 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 apparently, um, hmm. yeah, I I I just don't know. That's um, weird. But but what's also kind of weird is that um, uh, that the story goes that that how this image uh, came to Blake was was during a seance. Ooh! So he got together with some buddies and was sitting down to do, to do a seance, um, and uh, this guy Varley uh, was there with him, and he describes the scene, and it goes something like. As I was anxious to make the most correct investigation in my power of the truth of these visions, on hearing of the spiritual apparition of a flea, I asked him, him, a blade, that is, if uh, he could draw for me the resemblance of what he saw. He instantly said, I see him now before me. I therefore gave him paper and pencil with which he drew the portrait, and I uh, felt convinced by his mode of proceeding that he had a real image before him. For he left off and began on another piece of paper to make a separate drawing of the mouth of the flea, which the spirit having opened, he was prevented from proceeding with the first sketch till he had closed it. And so if you look on it, if you look on the Wikipedia page, you can also see his, uh, his like sketch of this thing. And yeah, it is, it's, dare I say, kind of Lovecraftian. This, um, yeah. This, oh yeah, it is. Yeah. So, um. Neat. So so yeah, who who knows? Maybe uh, yeah. Like I, I almost kind of get get sort of a similar impression of like a Nyarlathotep, the sort of weird entity that can kind of travel in between dimensions and takes a mostly humanish form when he's when he's yeah. visiting here with us. That that's kind of what what it, what. It, yeah, that, that that that's kind of the impression that I have of this. But um, yeah, right on. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of kind of creepy. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Creepy's fun. Creepy is fun. <laughs> All right. Um so I need to I need to preface this one. Okay. Kids drugs are bad. 
Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. Okay. Um, I got cryptically high and I watched 2019's Cats. <laughs> and I think it might have broke my consciousness. <laughs> I was on vacation. I'm doing nothing. Oh, God. Josh, it was... So I'm just going to read you my notes really quick because I don't have that many of them. Oh, please, yes. <laughs> and this is as I was writing... This is like just as I was writing. Horrifying. CGI faces don't quite sync with bodies. So, like, they would move and the face would catch up. Yeah. Um, Jenny Any Dot sequence fucking insane. That I don't know who that was. I think that was the fat one. Uh, yeah, it was the fat. It was the fat cat. Yeah, Rebel. It's Wolf fucking thing. weird, yeah. dude. It's it's awful. Just don't. She rips her skin off a couple of times. It's it's so bad. She eats like cockroaches, but these cockroaches are also like humans and little cockroach. They were just tap dancing. She just like starts fucking eating them. It was it was terrible. Um, the old Deuteronomy song is really mean. Because they're singing about how old and awful this fucking cat is, and they're just being mean to Judy Dench. Yeah. And well, and then I see her in her cat costume, makeup, CGI, whatever you want to call it, and holy shit, be meaner to that thing. It's not even, like, of this. It is a Lovecraftian horror made out of, like, <laughs> weird fabric store, synthetic fur, and Judy Dench face, and Trump glow oh orange. God. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> god damn it, dude, this movie's so fucking weird. <laughs> Idris Elba's naked. Idris Elba's just this buff-ass fucking cat. He plays yeah. McCavity. And he's supposed to be, like, evil. And he's fun, whatever. But he's just naked. And this cat is shredded to fuck. And it's also... And we're just gonna talk about it because, again, this broke my consciousness. I've never... I don't understand this movie because now I, I, I don't want to fuck a cat. But I want to fuck one of these cats, Josh. One of them. Yeah, one of them. And it's like, I get what they were doing. Like, the main girl is, was, she's a ballerina. I looked into her. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess she's, she's from England. She's a ballerina. She, mm -hmm. she, she did a good job. It was fine. But she's a cat and she's doing ballerina shit, which is cool when a human does it. But when a cat does it, it's yeah. weird. And I always think back to what Doc Newman used to say about they watch the dancers because the sexuality of it and something in my head exploded. And I was like, oh, this cat is fucking horny. And then that cat is fucking horny through the whole movie, Josh. Yeah. And it's so, dude, it's yeah. bad and weird. Have you seen it? I've, I. A am I, am I just describing ground you've already tread across? No, I, so I, I've seen a number of reviews about it. I've seen like, like both commercial reviews of spend your money on this or don't spend your money on it and also even mm -hmm. like kind of critical what is this thing trying to do and where did it go so wrong and why did it go so horribly wrong um so so i <laughs> i while i haven't seen the entire movie i know all of the things that you were describing there and yeah, um, I... and yeah it's it's just Oh man, it's it is it is. Uh, ooh, okay. I'm 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 gonna maybe kind of go out go out a little bit into like, oh, bits of baby, that 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 sort of realm. So like, you could you could say that it is truly a monstrous film, 
Mm -hmm. Because what a monster is, is it's like a human, except it's way out on the margin. And so it has this kind the it has all these like weird characteristics of like, so like you think about, um, yeah, like, yeah, like the monopods, like the, like the humans, but they only have like one big foot or mm -hmm. you think about like the cyclops or the centaurs, like all these like monstrous, the, the, yeah, the, yeah, these monstrous monstrosity hybrid of like human and animal type thing and so cats and so cats like going down the weird kind of attempt to be photorealistic cgi but still have like judy dench's face or like <laughs> yeah these weird fuckable cat dancers that are awakening it was all just sorts of so things. weird josh i yeah. oh <laughs> The whole movie, I just heard fucking Dean Pelton. This better not awaken anything. In yeah, me. exactly. Ex precise. Oh, so, so yeah, like may maybe, maybe, yeah. Twenty nineteen Cats is like one of the most one of the most like satanic movies that there ever is because it is. It's this weird, like atrocity of like clearly upsetting the natural order and like mixing of things that should not be mixed together. <laughs> Oh man, I. <laughs> but then the second half bummed me out. Right, I yeah. got so fucking depressed. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, dude, memory kills it, and I, I don't yeah. know. And mm -hmm. Ian McKellen cat is really cute, mm -hmm. and I feel so bad for him. And his name is Gus, yeah, which is short for asparagus. And he's just like, <laughs> oh my god. And like, you hear that story from The Hobbit about Ian McKellen like having that breakdown. Because mm -hmm. he was like on a green screen with a green screen, screaming at green screens on a green screen. Yeah, it's just so. And I could bad. only imagine that this was like the last straw in his mind. Yeah, well, or oh or, my god, yeah, or or something right before that happened that broke his mind, and now he's like, oh no, this is this is fine, whatever. <laughs> um, but even that whole trend, even that whole trend of like, oh, actually, speaking of cats. Oh. I don't know if you can hear him, there's a little Quincy at, at the door. What up, Quincy? Well, maybe. Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll go away. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. But to to pick it back up, yeah, this whole trend of like gratuitous photorealistic CGI for movies that like don't don't just don't like so, yeah. so like with the cats with the Lion King remake. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, wasn't it also last year that there was like a like a um, a new movie of the Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford and like this weird CGI oh, yeah, buck? I think so. Yeah. Which again, which again, it's like it is even more than that Uncanny Valley stuff. It is. It's like there's mm -hmm. like you were playing with like powers that you do not know, doing these oh, yeah. weird. Which like so. If if our generation growing up had all of these anthropomorphic animal cartoons when we were kids and now we're all goddamn furries, like what's going to happen to like the to like the generation of kids who are watching these movies and like how is that going to mess with their subconscious in, you know, 20 years time when like yeah. they have like they're really into weird stuff because uh, someone had the bright idea to make a photorealistic 
Lion King or Jungle Book even. That was a, that was even Oh yeah, dude, me. Charlie's Theron snake was crazy hot. Yeah, what sort of weird I'm like, dude, constrict me. Do it now. Like, yeah. I was never into Vor, but apparently I am now. Thanks a lot, Jungle Book. Yeah, like like Vor, submission, choking, uh all the weird bestiality stuff that we're still kind of like skirting around. Like, yeah, like this is all going to be we can all lay this at the hand of like 21st century Disney. And it's like, you, you started this. <laughs> I also feel like you're being like, oh, weird soccer mom. I'm, I'm, I'm putting on my, I, f- I found James Cameron's avatar in Jeremy's room. And this is my actual theory because yep. before avatar, I never wanted to fuck an 18 foot tall cat. And now all I want to do is fuck an 18 foot tall cat. And mm-hmm. now fucking cats has just compounded the fucking of mm-hmm. cats and it's breaking my goddamn head. Right. But yeah. yeah. Not, I found I found Avatar. He's a he's a furry, and it's like, no, mom. The the true answer is much worse. I smoke marijuana. Right. Yeah. And watch James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> watch James Cameron's. So 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 who knows, man? Who knows? Like on top of all the other like psychic torture and like psychic stresses <laughs> that we're having to deal with. Yeah, I'm 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 well, I'm either like turning into like suburban soccer mom Karen, or I'm like becoming the new. Alex Jones and you know won't somebody think of the children yeah they're turning our they're turning our children into gay frogs it's yeah sorry I didn't mean to like get all weird I just it's all good man it's weird it's all it it is it it is weird um and speaking of weird I hmm so oh, okay, actually, I I think I'll do this one because okay, the other the, the other painting is uh, it's it, it's it's maybe <laughs> it's, also it's, like a, a little too much, a little too much for Avatar now. Um, but this is a this is a this is a new painter at least to me. I which which I'll also say like I'd like to consider myself like a fairly well-rounded individual. Like um, clearly, like I know a lot about literature and uh music and the theater of course but but my one sort of like artistic um real real sort of black hole that i know very few things about actually is like the kind of visual art thing um so so i guess i was sort of like intentionally trying to push my boundaries and and kind of dive into some stuff that i didn't necessarily know with um but this is uh this is a gentleman um by the name of uh henrik Weisenhoff, Weisenhoff. Okay. Uh, he was a Polish Belarusian landscape painter. Um, and the one in particular that I would like to bring to our attention um, is uh, called Premonition. And it looks like this, um, yeah, a little kind of like homestead kind of farmhouse thing, I'm sure, off and like. The sort of like Polish like lowlands or, or whatever, um, and it, it's kind of got that impressionist impressionisty thing. Like it's not clearly like like clear lines and all that. And it's this cabin, and there's some like smoke coming out of the ch- chimney, and there are two dogs that are kind of howling, baying, and then there's like the mm-hmm. faintest, the faintest little grim reaper, um, that like kind of blends in with the cabin and the and the like foreground. But then again, you can clearly see like like a like a skull for a face, and he has like a scythe kind of propped over his right shoulder. Um, 
And so this one, this one, this one's just pretty badass, I must say. Like, like a little kind of ooky spooky, but this is also just just kind of sweet. I get a kick out of this one. Um, yeah, then, it's it's pretty neat. I yeah, and, I checked and, it out. And so yeah, like that's something that I don't know. Maybe I'll do as like a phone background or something. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Nice short, short, simple, all that good stuff. Right on. All right, so I guess this is my last one then. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think if yeah. our if our count's right, this will this will be it. Well, good, because I saved the worst for last, and I'm really mad that I did this to myself. Oh, no. And I guess deep down I'm just a masochist. But hey, guess who has a brand new Halloween movie on Netflix? That's right, kids, it's Adam Sandler. <gasps> I watched Netflix's Hubie Halloween, starring Adam Sandler. And if cats blitzed out of my gourd didn't kill my consciousness, well, this sure took it out back and shot it. I've God, I think this broke my will to live for like a day. That is that is also one that like I've because that just came out like this like year, last right? week. Yeah, like yeah, last I've, week. I've seen I've, I've seen some car, some sort of people talking about it, but I haven't watched it myself. I, I don't even necessarily know what it's about, but I've also yeah, the sort of general feeling, feeling I've got is like yeah, it's an Adam Sandler Halloween movie. So it, uh, it is. What's on the tin is what you get. So. nah but oh god like i don't know it's weird it takes place in at least two other like there's now the sandler verse that he's established oh my god that's so so like it but it makes sense in a weird way and like i'm not defending his actions or anything Mm -hmm. but it makes sense like i can back it but like the very first scene is a cameo from ben stiller and he's playing um what's his nuts from happy gilmore Oh, no way. Uh, hell, yeah, no. And I was like, that's my very first note was, holy shit, it's Ben Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> and then my second note was, holy shit, it's Julie Brown. Or I think that's supposed to be Bowen. Yeah, it's supposed to be Bowen. Mm. But you re- may remember her as the love interest in uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. That is yeah. Right. And also, she's still crazy pretty. And I guess I looked up her IMDb. IMDb and um, she's still working pretty regularly. I guess she was on hmm. Modern Family for most of the run. Oh shoot! Yeah. So, well, not nah, but for her. yeah, yeah. Shout out to shout out to her. Mm-hmm. But it, God, and then um, Steve Buscemi shows up. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's just like, hey, Adam Sandler, bring out your buddies. Oh, hey, I'm glad Kevin James is here. And yeah. It's, just yeah. It. And then Tim Meadows shows up, and it pisses me off, dude. Because I'm like, you're better than this, Tim Meadows. Yeah, he 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 was. He should have been the prince that was promised. Like he he, he yeah. could have had just so many so like ah, and then yeah, the, the oh, fact yeah. that he has to like pal around in the Adam Sandler verse just ah, that sucks. And then Rob Schneider shows up, and I guess I got to give credit to Adam Sandler. Like Rob Schneider's not a weird racist caricature. That's cool. I, like if you watch uh, yeah. Adam Sandler movies. Like, he's just real yeah. not fun. Like, All the, the big one that sticks out to me is, like, Chuck and Larry, where he's the uh, yeah, Chinese. The, yeah, Chinese uh, minister. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with the big old buck teeth. Oh, it's just sick. It's like, oh, wow, buddy. Yeah. But then I guess his mom is Chinese, so what do you do with that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. He right. wasn't a racist caricature. That was cool. 
Um, I figured out why I hate this movie, and it's not just because of fucking Adam Sandler's voice. It's because Adam Sandler still has a boner for Andy Samberg, right? Mm. He still is in love with this kid. Yeah. And, like, even though he tried killing his career with That's My Boy, no, no, he's still in love with him. This whole movie, he's just trying to do his best Andy Samberg from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> Straight up, like... And I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and yeah, as soon as I realized show. it, I was like, oh, you fucker. And so yeah. then I'm almost there. Um, fuck this movie. And this is just as I'm watching it. Fuck this movie. Fuck Adam Sandler. I'm canceling Netflix. Ray Liotta is huma- is a horrifying human being. Jesus Christ, Ray Liotta is a scary person, Josh. Yeah. Look up a picture of Ray Liotta right now. That is your seventh painting of the week. Yeah. Your seventh image of hell. Yeah, I have it right, God, I damn. Have it right in front of me. It's it's the it's ending makes thing. no sense. It's stupid. I fuck that movie, dude. But also, but also, rescind all my fucking and hate. I guess um his daughters are in it and they do a fine job. Oh, and I guess okay. if you have to be forced to make movies, I guess there's worse ways to do it than with Adam Sandler because you could be fucking making Paul, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, yeah. that is. That oh, is and Keenan Thompson is in it, and Keenan Thompson is good in anything he does. Yep. He is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but also, Josh, and here's the biggest part. Here is where my mind fractured. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, this uh, Hubie dude is just Canteen Boy. Which is where the universe lines up. No This is way. where it all comes together. Yeah. There is a scene in... It, it, they do a flashback montage of like... You bring people to the police station all the time. You want to arrest it, Hubie. And it shows him a couple times. Like as himself. And at one point he's Canteen Boy. Holy cow. And then that's where my mind burst. Because then it's like... Oh. That's why he's this weird dude who can't take like personal hints. Because Alec Baldwin shattered his consciousness by molesting him. True. And yeah. here we are. And here we are. Years later. Years, yeah. 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 I, and oh it's just man. like, what? And and so then it brings me back. And I hate it because it's like cats. It's like everything else I fucking watched this week. Well, not everything. I, I'll tell you, Night of the Demon was just plain fun. But like <laughs> uh, everything else I watched this week, I can't quite tell if it's shitty or good. Yeah, it's, it's that it's that fucking don't let the river bees get you. And I'm mad that we're bringing it up twice in a row. But mm. <laughs> oh, we're here. Well, and it's almost <laughs> anyway. like, well, and, and, and it is like, like if this is like, I, I know that there's so many people who have gone through and documented like this is the Pixar universe and this is the Tarantino universe. So I, I almost wonder if like, I highly doubt that this was the plan from the beginning to sort of make all of these shitty Adam. Well, but then that's just it too, because not all of them are shitty. Like the first. So like, if you check out Adam Sandler, please stop. It's a podcast. It, it goes into this exact okay, perfect. thing. Yeah. It okay. talks about the, where, where the cross happens. It talks about like where the crossovers occur mm-hmm. and like, and I, I, I gotta give them a shout out. Cause that's what helped me get through the, the the postmortem of what was Hubie Halloween. I gotcha. I was kind of okay. listening to them, and I was like, okay, okay. Somebody else suffered, and at least I know that four other humans agree, or now three humans agree with me, so that makes us four, and we yeah. are mightier this way. We are, yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, all right. I'll I'll definitely give give that a listen. It's weird. It's Tarantino-y weird, and I'm just again. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a genius or fucking awful. Like, right. It is that man, and like, isn't that? 
isn't that always like the line to navigate it's like is this good or is this shit is this phantom menace or is this avengers endgame i will let you bear that as you will yeah you can you can decipher that that riddle there oh, listeners man. write in and tell me what you think i was talking about oh boy well so so rounding out my list this excuse me um rounding out my list this week is um actually i'm i'm breaking from my um sort of sort, sort of painting uh a theme and this was actually a tv series and, and i know that this is a whole other thing like yeah like it's one thing to like sit down and like spend a couple hours on a movie or go read a short story or a poem or go look up this painting um, but this was a this is a TV series that um, I think unfortunately I don't know if it's currently streaming on anything. I think Netflix just took it off at the beginning of, of this year. Um, oh, but, bummer! But uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, the Mrs. Wizard really liked it as well. Uh, and and yeah, it's a it's a fantasy uh, police procedural drama that's called Grimm. And uh, okay. And this ran on NBC for six seasons, something like that. Six seasons, uh, 2011 to 2017. And, uh, and, and yeah, so it's like kind of like part Law and Order, part Scooby-Doo mystery gang, um, <laughs> where, where the main character is a, is a police detective in, is it Portland? Yeah, Portland. Um, there in like the Pacific Northwest. And, uh, Come to find out, he's he's one in this long line, uh, this like storied line of of guardian hunter dudes known as Grimm's, and so he's sort of tasked on keeping the balance between you know everyday humans and uh, these creatures called Vessen, which is German for like creature or beast or something like that. Um, and yeah, like it runs the gamut. There's like the the like kind of witches of like the Hansel and Gretel type. There's the sort of werewolfy things. Um, they have a they have a Wendigo. I, I think even appear a couple times. Um, cool. And it's yeah, like like it's like it's pretty basic. It's not gonna like blow your mind or anything. Um, <laughs> but 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 it is just kind of fun and and all and always very uh yeah always like very very much in sort of the, the Halloween kind of season. Um, and there's one character in particular that deserves a special shout out. Um, this character is named Sergeant Wu. And so, so like you go, <laughs> sorry, no, it, it's okay. Fiendish Dr. Wu. You're right. Well, fucked so, up now. Sorry. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, but that's almost it. So like, so it's like, there's the main character, uh, Nick, and then he has his like partner, Hank. And like, that's like the, like, more kind of traditional like police uh um partnership dynamic uh and and then there's Wu who's just like like very much deadpan and totally by the book <laughs> and uh and, and and like it's only until like the very last season that uh Wu understands like oh shit there's all this other stuff going on and <laughs> uh and it's yeah, like like seeing seeing him go uh, from like just nope by the book. This is what we're doing. This is how it's gonna go. 
until he finally realizes like wait there are there are werewolves um (laughs) so that's also pretty that's also pretty sweet so so yeah i think unfortunately like i was saying like I, i don't think it's on netflix anymore i'm sure you could buy seasons on um prime uh, but it should should it come back? Should it come back to like Hulu or Netflix or something like that? I I'd highly recommend Grimm. Um, yeah, right on. Go check that out. Cool, cool. Indeed. And hey, here All here right. we are through second week. Yeah, of, week two, uh, going strong of the Halloween Ookie Spooky Challenge. I am dumber for it. I can tell you that right fucking now. I said last <laughs> week we might be dumber. I'm dumber this week. <laughs> yeah. It is like um. <laughs> Yeah, like if, we, if we're kind of tracing the the dramatic arc of this, right? Like we <laughs> start off and we accepted the call. And yeah, I, I think now we're like down in like the swamp trying to like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to uh, learn the ways of the force or what, whatever. All right. So really quick, Josh, give us your um, rundown. Yeah, let's do it. So I had... The Garden of Earthly Delights by Hieronymus Bosch. I had The Flaying of Marcius by Titian. Titian. Um, I had The Nightmare by Henry Fuseli. I had specifically Saturn Devouring His Son, but also all of the black paintings by Francisco Goya. I had The Ghost of a Flea by William Blake. Premonition by Henrik uh, Weissenhoff. And finally, the TV series, Grimm. All right. And then I had, in no particular order, Night of the Demon, Monster Island, Suburban Sasquatch, Hubie Halloween, uh, 2019's Cats, and From Beyond. And uh, that's our second week, guys. Yeah. Join us next time when we'll get into even crazier stuff, maybe. Even crazier. Well, and this time, this time I think think I'm going to have a little more breathing room at least in my schedule, so I can, I can watch some equally terrible but spooky movies and uh, excellent. Try to bring, try to bring that to the, to the greater consciousness. <laughs> right on. Well, I'm horned up for it, buddy. Oh, I'm super horned up. Super horned up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, guys. You know where to find us. This is a weird episode to start with. Go back and listen to the beginning. Indeed. Uh, I'm one wizard. My name was Mark. I'm wishing you a spooky weekend. I am another wizard. I'm Josh. And as always, stay horned up for mayhem. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed them all! Ah! Ah! Ah!